0: Another 3D Hangouts. My name is Nueva Wes. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, joining me every week is my brother Pedro. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Go. I'm Pedro's creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. We are hanging out in the Discord chat room. Pedro, shout people out while I fix. Good morning Thanks. to everyone hanging out. We are in eat eatafruit inside of the live broadcast chat. Also hanging out in the YouTube chat on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitch. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night to everybody hanging out all over the world. I'm about to get this show started, giving shout outs to people hanging out. Quick one to Des- Des- Desert Walker. <laughs> Hello. jake austin hi there Connor mccarter over on the discord we have the usuals we have uh paul cutler we have duester jim hendrickson yes yes and over on the twitch and facebook Boop. and what did i forget uh twitter Twitter. periscopes that's their that that's their deal Periscope. yeah our restream changed their UI, so it took a little bit to kind of figure it out. But I think we're here, so. Good morning, good morning. Yes, we've been watching the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, that's this week's kind of inspired project. So we'll jump into that after the housekeeping as we do in the mornings. So we'll run through some of the new updated new news. So let's take a look. If we head on over to adafruit.com free, you'll notice there is some updates to the tiers. We have probably run out of blue fruits, so let's go ahead and run through them. For orders, if you're going to spend more money with us, we will get some free stuff. So starting off with orders that are $99 or more, you'll get a free half-size from a Proto PCB. For orders that are $149 or more, you get the free Prima Proto half-size breadboard PCB and a randomly selected Stemma QT breakout board. If you have an account with Adafruit, we'll make sure you don't get the same one twice. And for orders that are $200 or more, you get the Stemma QT breakout board, the half-size Prima Proto and free ground UPS shipping for continental US only. Check out adafruit.com free for all the updates and uh, tune in later tonight for asking Ajir for a 10% discount code. Heading on over to the jobs board at jobs.adafruit.com. You can find the latest postings that are available if you are in the market for a maker or a gig, a esque gig. I see a new one here that was posted up on January 18th. An electrical embedded engineer in the Brooklyn, New York area from a place called Synchron, and it's a full-time position. So if you'd like to set up your, um, your profile, you can do that for free, or you can set up a job listing for free as well. And most of these, all of these are vetted by our very own Lady Ada and Mr. Lady Ada. All right, heading over to the newsletters. Once a week, there's a product-focused newsletter. If you want to subscribe to that, you can do so by hitting up adafruit.com slash newsletter. Every single day, we do Adafruit dailies. So check out adafruitdaily.com and subscribe to all of the various categories that might pique your interest. Our favorite one being Python on hardware, microcontroller. Python on microcontroller. Z. Shout out to everybody for subscribing to that one. We really put a lot of time and effort into this one, and it's a great opportunity to share your Python-related projects. And that is, I think, all the housekeeping for this week. So let's jump into Discord and see if, can y'all hear me? <laughs> oh, I should have been checking the high Yeah, <laughs> there's a little, I had to switch the mic mode from um there's there's four modes on this yeti mic and i'm on the uh the dual people mode it's like the podcast interview mode is what they call it so hopefully you can hear me okay sounds good (laughs) great yeah we've switched to this mic because they're lavalier mics were such a pain to deal with all right all right i hope everybody's doing good Checking out the Hanging Comments here. We'll listen to the audio cool. playback. Yes, <laughs> serious cup of coffee. It it's is butter. the cauldron. It's always Halloween here. Butter, 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 butter. Everything is it's butter, butter something. with better. Uh-huh. Everything's better with butter. We got some comments. Uh, somebody's looking for some help. And I posted in there that the best place to get one-on-one, step-by-step help would be on forms.aidfruit.com. We have yeah, a full-time paid engineers yes. on there that can help you with the firmware. Or yeah, just about you know, any of the learn guides have that sort of built-in support. Yeah. So if you ever have any problems with your learn guides or trying to build something or the wiring ain't quite working out, That's please post dope. up something and we'll we'll be sure to uh, to take a look. Butter is better. <laughs> yes, thanks Andy. <laughs> all right. I think everybody's all buttered up and ready to check out this week's uh, learn guide. So this week we have a little f- it's so it's little. It's a little project. No, it's a 3D printed cosplay prop that uh, we designed in Fusion 360, we 3D printed it. Um, It is a staff that's inspired by the Book of Boba, the Tuscan Raiders uh, chiefs. We wanted to design the staff because it looks so cool. So this is a 3D printed prop with a bunch of pieces that just screw together. It's uh, fairly long. It's this many feet, this many meters, (laughs) kind of long, kind of big. It's all 3D printed, there's no post-processing, meaning we didn't do any sanding, we didn't paint anything, we didn't glue anything. Because everything's really just off the printer, um, which is really cool, that's our jam. So what we like about it is that we have these 3D printed threads on each of these pieces. So you can break it down, so this is kind of the main bigger piece, and this is sort of the, the snap bit of it. And they're all different colors, more or less. Um, so we can take a look here under the overhead just to take a look at these coils here. So uh, in your design software, I'm using Fusion 360 and I'm able to make these threads, these custom threads using not the thread tool, but the coil tools. This is a custom thread that I designed using the coil tool. And with the coil tool in Fusion 360, you have the option to t- uh, change the section size, the pitch and the revolution. So here I have a section size of about two and a half millimeters and my pitch is three millimeters and my resolution revolutions is about three, one, two, three. So that's how many times you're gonna rotate it. Um, so yeah, all of these pieces are um, hollow as well and they're about four to five millimeters thick. So they should be pretty chunky, but it's all hollow. This is printed in um, a brown filament and each one of these pieces uh, do not require any support material. Um, the, um, the main height of the build is done with these pipes. So they have very similar coils. And the cool thing about this is I made it so that all you have to do is print this single part four times and you get the length of the, uh, of the staff. Now there's two of these pipes that are printed in red and then I have two of the same pipes printed in brown and then this gray piece here is acting as a coupler so it kind of joins the two together and it kind of gives it that extra uh, kind of multi-part look to it so that's what's going on there Um, one really cool thing that i liked about the the top is that it has um, these fins and because of the the design of the fins because the design of the fins are in this way we can actually print the fins all in one piece with no support material. So uh, these are three, four pieces. And you can see how the fins, because they have a 45 degree angle, you can print those into the part. Originally, I was going to print the fins separately and then glue them after, but why do that when the magic of 3D printing is, 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 is there when you have geometry that's 45 degrees? So that's what's cool about this piece here. You can see the coils are inside there and um, I just kind of cap it off there and I even made sure to round this off so it's not pointy, so it's safe for the kiddos and yourself too. Uh, so yeah, those are the fins. They all have 45 degree chamfers, so it's it's nice and safe to touch. A little sharp there, but not a big deal. These other bits here, you can see they're kind of different there. Again, these fins are all printed without any supports. You're probably wondering, how'd you do this one? This one's a bit of a trick. Um, it's actually printed upside down. As long as you have your, your stoppers here with 45 degree angles, you can uh, print this upright like that. And uh, that's how I was able to print these, um, these little um, kind of fin pieces that extend beyond the, uh, the coil here, the thread bit. So that's that fin. Here's the other lower fin. You have this really big base at the bottom they're all hollow. And then you have this kind of a co- I call it the collar. It's more of a coupler because it joins these two together. Um, but yeah, it's pretty simple part here. You just got two threads on the inside there and you have these kind of cutouts on the outside there that look really neat. Yeah, so, this goes in like that. And then this one. This one like this, and then this one's on top. These are huge parts, (laughs) Uh, yes. In the learn guide, I I show uh, what's the minimum build, the minimum bed that you need for these parts. Um, So we'll take a look at that in just a few moments, but those are some of the details here. This is all printed in um, glitter silver PLA from everyone. The uh, the filament brain is called R one something like that or every one R one something like that, and uh, yeah these are the gray pieces, and uh, that's pretty much it for that. So it's a rocket ship. Oh boy. Cool. Any comments or questions about the prop so far? While well, we're kind of showing it off like this. Posting all the links to the CAD files so you can check these out. And we're about to look at the Fusion 360 file. Yeah, let's take a look. Go ahead and edit it. Um, I think the first question everybody's going to have is, how can I get this on a smaller printer? Yeah, for sure. You're going to need more pieces. (laughs) You can cut it up, I guess. So let's take a look at Fusion 360. Have it open here. Let me quickly switch. Alright, so the CAD file is done in Fusion 360. If you have something else like Blender, you could take the step file and import that into your, your CAD package. But all the pieces are here, they're all organized in the, in the names. And if we do a, a cross section, you can get a look at the, uh, the threads here. So you can see here that the threads, they actually have a bit of tolerance. Um, they have a bit of clearance between the, the, the mating surfaces. Um, it's about 0.3 millimeters of clearance that's the that's typically what I like to do Um, that accommodates for any expansion that might happen when you're 3d printing so whenever you're doing uh, custom threads using the coil feature or whatever feature uh, I recommend always having at least 0.3 millimeters of clearance between those coils you can see here um, for the piece like this handle I have uh, internal geometry that accommodates for any overhangs so without this geometry here and if you just had a flat overhang a 90 degree overhang your printer would struggle and you may need support material but for this because the geometry is all optimized for 3d printing uh, you can print it without any supports and you'll notice that um, throughout all of the the pipes and the internal geometry has that overhang um, at a 45 degree angle here you can see the coupler very very similar and a lot of the pieces kind of stop, have end, built in end stops. So you notice like this flat overhang surface here, you wouldn't be able to print this, you know, this way. That's why it's printed this way because um, that overhang is necessary in order to stop going into the other piece. In this example, the pipe going into the coupler. So that's why that built, that those pieces are built like that. And you can see here the, the two pipes, just uh, you can print as many pipes as you want and just make this like massively long thing, which is really good and modular, um, but we only need four of them. And then at the bottom, the last piece here is like a pommel from like a sword anatomy, right? Pommel's pretty simple. It's hollow and you can see all the internal geometry is very, very similar. You got a nice 45 degree um, angle here on the internal geometry. So there's no overhangs. And they all print they're all organ um, I think yeah they're all ordered to print as is so you can just print those out and here's a look at the fins looking at that pretty hollow the coupler very very hollow you don't need any like um, what would you call it uh, a brim on most of these pieces because the, the, it's pretty thick so that works out pretty well it's kind of hard to navigate this thing because it's so tall, even with my space mouse, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to uh, to make some of this. But yeah, that is uh, sort of a look at some of the pieces. Let's maybe let's say we want to increase or decrease the height of like the tube. Right. I guess we could do that. Let me uh, right click on it. Right click isolate. And that way we can just focus on this one piece. And I guess if you wanted to change up the height, for example, where am I here? Here's kind of how I'm building it. You can see the distance here. Let's say we want to change this from 200 to 150. We can do that. And we might have to adjust some of the coils in order for it to work. But that's just a look at uh, how you would make it a little bit smaller. You could just modify that one feature. Um, Yeah. And if you wanna change the diameters or anything like that, just make sure that you change the diameter, not only in the sketch, but also these coils. So you can see here the coils, Um, let me bring this in here. You can see I have the diameter set up, revolutions, the pitch, and the section size. Um, The section shape will change depending on whether it's a male or a female like connector. Maybe that's not the right terminology, but that's what I'm using right now. yeah, and then uh, the uh, section position can be changed from the inside or the outside again, depending on if it's a uh, a plug or a socket. I don't know how else to like, you know, not say genders for like a male and female connector. <laughs> but there you go. I've updated the part now. It's only a hundred millimeters tall. Um, but really, you want to make sure that you like select the top surface and the bottom surface because that connector bit has some height to it. So now it's a hundred. And 66. So, if you wanted to be 100 perfectly, we could modify uh, this one extrude and then just take um, whatever that number was. Maybe just put 90 here, hit OK, and then Fusion should just automatically update all the coils because their positions are parametric. That's pretty awesome. So now we have this smaller, shorter. thing that would fit a 3D printer that has a max bed size of 106 millimeters. This would fit under a little baby printer, wouldn't it? You just print a whole bunch of these. Nice. Yeah, so that's how awesome parametric modeling is. It just kind of works, which is a testament to, uh, to the software I'm using, which will be unnamed. <laughs> but anyway, that's just an insight uh, on how you would change up if you're using Fusion 360, or if you're using some other program you would use the tools in those so that's it quick question from jake austin asking is there a way to get fusion 360 for free i think the yeah education. there's a i think you could sign up for the education license it's a free 30-day trial so you have 30 days to play with it um if you have a, an edu email that's you can is. use that and you will get a full f- a year free which is what a couple of my uh, colleagues have done. Yeah, so uh, Jego GT on uh, YouTube had said the same thing. Uh, not for free, no, but you could enroll in the cheapest university and get the <laughs> student version. Yeah. I guess, and with that email, yeah. get the. I uh, think payment. Lamar said she's had her EDU email for like 30 That's years right, or something. From MIT, yeah. yeah. And then a quick cool question from uh, Franken Hello. is asking Can we use a vase mode with a one millimeter nozzle? I believe so i wouldn't yo you want to try with the um with not those unless coils? you plan on not swinging it around it's gonna be thin regardless one mm. perimeter that's crazy i mean if you adjust your the thickness of everything you could get really good um well the uh, point is so the geometry tree itself is not like solid it's built to be hollow on purpose mm-hmm. Um, if I you think that's what to... they mean in vase mode. Oh, I think I, I see what you yeah, mean. Yeah, you need, need that. Each would have to be solid. Okay. So I mean, I, I, I guess you could go in there and delete the face, and then it would be a solid model, and then you would use no, the vase mode. Would... But I would think the coils would get messed up with the uh, the vase mode. Yeah, you need some sort of you need th- yeah, some yeah, thickness on the center. It. And every time I've tried to adjust a vase mode, just there's no way to have it like just do three perimeters. You know, like or just two at it's least just one for one minute. and it's then the like point one in, in the middle yeah. yeah i've always had to do it with zero tops zero bottoms and then mm-hmm. adjust the uh the shells to yeah. that too i like the idea though like mm-hmm. if you were doing a decorative piece and you wouldn't actually handle it yeah that, that would work but this is designed to be thick about four millimeters mm-hmm. thick and if the whole goal is to print it faster Oh, you actually have to print slower with a one millimeter one, nozzle. Right. In our test, anyway. Right. To Even get any. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, of, be cool of how much extrusion you have to uh, pump out for the one millimeter uh, nozzle. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jake's saying, "Old Maya seven user, hello." Cool. I've been able to for for a long time. Any? The step files work in Maya. They have to. I don't think so. No way. I don't really all but well, i'm gonna say probably you not. can use the fusion 360 share link and um it is in there yeah export I did a that fbx in there. or obj or something yeah the fbx should there's no it. really maya doesn't I like step can so. you let us know if maya likes step files <laughs> it's got to it's just like your standard cad uh, cad format yeah as long as it's a college affiliated i think the email is what they're looking at as long as it's an edu and i yeah. think they probably have a database of mm-hmm. uh uh, Which ones are allowed? Just so folks know, uh, full disclosure: we are paid customers. Like we have a paid subscription to Fusion Three Hundred and Sixty since we use it for work. Uh, So we've had it for many years um, for free, but the time came where our free license expired, and we just had to pay it up. So we did. And then we should try a belt printer yeah would this work are... on the belt printer i don't think it would <sighs> yeah that wouldn't like, i would mean print look at cylinder? the cylinder yeah the belt like printer i've seen can't people print swords, but they're like flat they're yeah, like flat we're doing flat things. this is yeah. like a tall print like this would be like good for those end endless z printer mods mm-hmm. but Again, it's printed in pieces. So yeah, the geometry is all that. different, too. Yeah. Um, so let's take a look at the Learn Guide, and we'll take a look at... I have uh, been eyeing when Tiny yeah, Machines get a p- gets sure. theirs like, a figured out like what parts need to be yeah, updated, what custom firmware. CNC custom parts that they add onto it. Then we'll get into the belt printers. But for now, something like this, we, we wouldn't print that on a belt printer. Yo, what happened to the Learn Guide? The 3D printing page is gone. Whoa. What the hell happened? Seriously? Reload. I can't. I'm not logged in. I can't. can't. All right. So we have some technical malfunctions. Um, It's probably not published. Yeah, somebody. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I just broke my space mouse. All right, there you go. Try again. What happened just now? What is this? (laughs) And blam. Okay, thanks. And then our thumbnail doesn't load. (laughs) There's not much to learn guide anyway. It's just a couple... STL files you can get and you can get the CAD source in step and fusion 360 so you can get those if you want um, here's some useful data right um, the maximum build volume like the tallest part is 225 millimeters but the parts themselves or they don't get any bigger than 100 by 100 millimeters on the x and y so fairly small very very tall so that's really the name of the game here um, in this section I broke out which parts are silvery gray and which parts are red or brown. You can print them in whatever color you like. You can spray paint them, you can sand them, you can weather them, you can do all sorts of fun stuff with them. Um, because they're, they're thick, uh, they should be pretty good uh, to handle the beating and handle a couple swings. So uh, if you do plan to swing it around, I'd suggest not PLA but like PETG and that would be stronger or ABS or whatever other strong filament that you uh that you're familiar with Mm. nylon yeah but that's the that's the majority of it little CAD animation just shows all the pieces screwing in together um yeah that's really it very very short guide very very tall prints did you like how i did that (laughs) you can also make it nice and small for the kiddos right make a small staff baby's first Tuscan stuff. Oh yeah, there was a, a, a child Tuscan. Yeah. <laughs> we won't know how the Tuskins look like though. Let's hope we never get to see one unmasked. On <laughs> uh, yeah. pa- Paul Cutler has a really good comment on the Discord. Oh, cool. Discord.gg Adafruit. I posted, or er, reposted the answer Lovely. on the YouTube where uh, Jake was asking the question. And uh, Paul says that the Fusion 360 is free for personal, hobby use, and with less features. That's right. 10 active projects. Yeah. Uh, no edu email required. And I posted the link there. Wonderful. Thank you, Paul. That's a great uh, great link. And recently, uh, autodesk.com product slash fusion 360 slash personal. Yeah. I think it, like the manufacturing workspaces, that, that means CNC milling stuff we just like saw All that's paid. We just saw some new features that they launched yesterday doing like uh, the generative. Um, generative uh, patterns. Patterns, and which is wow. What was the other so one? Lattice. What's it called? Geometric lattice. Uh-huh. Volumetric lattice. There you go. That's going to be super fun to play with. And then as always, uh, Duester is saying that Tinkercad is easy. Yeah. Uh, Tinkercad's to great too. You can modify stuff there. You could bring it in. You can, you can, bring, you can chop things up in half and just glue them later. You could do that too. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do if I was like really mm-hmm. new and I had Tinkercad and I just wanted to get the parts. I would just chop them up in mm-hmm. uh, in Tinkercad. That's, that's totally what I. would do. That's actually what we moved over to. Yeah, from I started Maya, with Tinkercad. Way we back. went over into Maya using Maya. Or no, sorry, not Maya. Tinkercad. from Maya into Tinkercad, and then and Tinkercad then, to One Two Three D, and then One Two Three D to Fusion. Yeah. And all those are compatible with Fusion 360. I have tried Blender at one point or another, but I kind of gave up. Sorry. No, we need to be able to... <laughs> Blender can't run a CNC mill. Mm, yeah, maybe not. Wish FreeCAD had better color management. Blender can't look at the oh, PCB files that Lamar designed. didn't think of that. Like the UIs. Not just like the, the icons, but the colors of them and stuff. Like, wow, mm. that could be difficult. Onshape is another good, good one. I have played around with that one. Mm-hmm. It's an online-based... I think it's still online-based CAD, which is pretty cool. And then oh, there was another one I was going to bring up. I completely another question out. or comment? Uh, comment. Um, I think you already got it. Yeah, the free CAD. Use of free yep. CAD. Yep. Cool. Well, any other comments? We'll always jump back into the chat and revisit them. And there's some. Uh, uh, hugs on the great design skills so it was really fun to to do um been watching the show and it's always fun to get inspired to make something and keep you busy what's cool is that they probably won't have that at galaxy's edge until like next year or something so you can always work on props before they're even made for you know the consumers and all that uh real quick like if you look on like thingiverse there's so many tuscan raider things I know. it's pretty cool like you could just like all the masks i think everything. you could build like everything now like you got the staff the stick the the greeblies i'm sure there's like a pattern for the robes and all the right stuff so that they wear so like you can you can build your whole cosplay by just visiting um mm-hmm. one of the repo sites yeah Any hoodle. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's... What are we prototyping? Yay! This week, Pedro's got some new filament for his case. Oh, it's more about the case, but yeah, the filament's there too. So everybody's been... Posting their results with this quantum filament from Matter Hackers. Matter Hackers. And uh, Lamar sent me a link to that. Jake3D looks like they make the mm. exact same thing. So I'm going to guess it's a white label. Mm. And they're just slapping their names on it because they had the exact same colors. It looks the exact same. It's like a silky uh, type of filament, PLA. And I should have brought a spool, but the way that the filament looks like, it looks like it's two colors being extruded and then joined into one. So yeah. You have like for in this case you have like the purple and the orange or the gold, gold and purple. So you can like, uh, where's the camera? I can't see what my angle is. And yeah, you can see where the transition happens. It turns into purple and then back into the gold, and it has a pretty nice effect even on the. You can um, get closer to the too, flat. Folks want to see it closer. And when you have like a flat uh, edge there, you can kind of see both of those colors coming in. Yeah, very sweet filament. It comes in one seven five diameters. Comes in two eight five as well, surprisingly. Yes. Yeah, and you can see the difference here before between a PEI and a powder coated PEI. Looks a little bit better with just the you PEI. Get closer. Get closer. No texture. Focused. There you go. Whoa. Really good look there. Get some macro in there. Oh, there you go. So the effect is a bit of an iridescent. Like as you look at it at a different angle, the color will shift. Um, that's actually it's kind of a hit or miss depending on the geometry of your part we have a 3d printed print in place chameleon that did not come out as good we're not going to go get it because like i said it's not not everything looks as good that's why everybody's you're out of focus that's why everybody's printing the vases um, yeah the vase is really wonderful or a statuesque type thing mm -hmm. well if it's like any sort of organic you know like shapes on it at some point the with the the nozzle is moving, it's gonna uh-huh. change on you and that's right. gonna have an effect of uh, moving where the purple is. So you'll right. have like streaks of purple and you, you yeah. know gold or whatever other color, second color that you have on it. So it doesn't work on everything, but right. it does work on like the cases. Yeah, it worked out really well on this small case. So real quick, you wanna look at the, the filament page? Oh yeah, yeah. So this is again from Matter Hackers. We got a link that we can share in the notes. Um, Real quick, their copy, Revolutionary Color Blending PLA combines two colors per filament to produce parts that display different colors front to back and blend these colors on the sides. Matter Hackers Quantum is ticketed to producing the most visually striking 3D prints. Uh, they're very shil- si- shiny, so they're like kind of the silky style. And uh, here's a really good look at it right there. You see that vase as you're rotating it. like It's just so beautiful to see change color like that mm-hmm. on the turntable. Um, so vase is really, really cool. Um, a lot of these kind of weird vases are really good. Your your typical PLA printing setting, so mm-hmm. 210C on the nozzle, and your bed probably around 50 to 60C. And, you can yeah. kind of see that thing I was talking about there, unless you want me to quickly okay, grab or, it. Let me I'll, grab keep it. The, I'll keep the folks entertained by uh, doing my favorite Tuscan um, sound effect, Eon. How's that? uh, uh, I like this was supposed uh, to be a. uh, uh, That's my Tuscan. I like how this was supposed (laughs) to be a uh, next week's project, but we're talking about filament instead. I mean, it is a three D printing show. We're bleeding into shop talk now. We're talking about filament. So this is what I'm talking about, like when organic uh, models. The, the nozzle yeah, direction so. on it can change. So you can see there the leaking of it. Mm-hmm. it I was excited like printing. I was like, oh, filament. this is going to be such a cool time lapse because yeah. it'll be blue on one side, green on the other side. But nope, as you can see. Just kind of looks uh, like rainbow filament. The rainbow filament actually looks better because you can see it slowly changing to, from like green to brown, is what I originally did this at. Do you think the bowden is a little bit di- like if you're. If you printed this on a Bowden and then a direct drive, you think that would have any difference? Maybe. Because I just I now thought about that, like, you know yeah. what? Because maybe the inside boat in. the Bowden in tube, yeah, it's, it's like twisting. twisting. It shouldn't be twisted. If it's just oh. stationary and goes locked down straight down in, yeah. you're going to get the best effect. So here's another vase one. Uh, Lamar sent this link yeah, in Yeah, I don't this. have the link to that or this one, so but sorry. This looks so cool. When you twist it, it looks like it's changing yeah, the color to that's it. that's what you want to look at. And this is a vase mode, right, or is this just it was probably modeled to modeled be vase to be mode, but I, I did not actually print it in None vase mode. None of these mode. parts come, off, come apart because there's a chamfer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all locked in place. Mm-hmm. That's and you can see cool. how it gets a uh, small, bigger, and small on the other side. But yeah, that's a really cool effect. Um, yeah. I was saying Thank before, you. 3D Jake also has it as well. Uh, oh, John's in here asking, is it is the color change based on distance? No, we should really show. Does Matter Hacker showing what thing? It's really cool to see the filament. Yeah, I was gonna post a picture of what the actual just, filament yeah, looks, looks like. So it's literally really cool. looks like it's two colors smashed together. Right, and there's a there's a solid line that you can see that that joins the two together. I have both of them in the printers, but let me you can rip you just one chop out. it off. Yeah, yeah. Page is gonna just chop it off for you <laughs> folks, so we can show you the filament cause it's kind of neat, um, but. Here's uh, some other photos of it in action. This is a really cool one Um, by I believe Makes and Breaks. Some more vases and stuff. It's it's really a filament that you have to like... Alright, here it is. So you can see how it's two colors and it's literally like extruded. There you go. Into one and fantastic job on keeping the The consistency consistency of it. it, Because it's not like wobbling around or anything. Yeah, it does not differ. But... Like we were saying before, I'm if sure you have a boat spool. in, it's probably like twisting around. Right. So maybe that's what happened to that that's lizard model. Yeah. Do a whole, yeah. And here's what the whole spool yeah. looks so like. So this side is all pink and reddish. Pink boom, the other side reddish, is gold. gold. Pretty cool. Yeah. And it's as simple as just two filaments combined. I know, right? That's the effect, that's the magic. oh. oh. Closer. There you go. <laughs> You can see how it's uh, joined there. Yeah, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Ha! Strawberry jam. Ha! Hungry yet? I am now. (laughs) Yeah, so quantum leap. Quantum leap and feather. But anyway, the whole thing that we were supposed to be talking about was this. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yes. (laughs) The Feather TFT case. Yes. So this was uh, Brent Rebell's uh, idea. He was like, oh, let's do a feather case that has two. Stemmas on oh, the look back, at that. yeah. So it's a oh man, I should have brought the other one too. Oh no, you can see it here. It's a grill, yeah. Um, that we used uh two weeks ago for one of your other, other projects where you can mount um two stemmas on there, or actually more. You can we have like that stacking um yeah, stack kit so you can just cool. keep stacking these it's very, all very way compact, up. all snap fits. Yep, all snap um, fit. You have access cool. to your buttons and all that, yeah. We really love the addition of the uh, the semi connector, the vertical style. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, that's plug-in. so cool. It looks like a mini pit boy. Picture. Yeah. Oh. A little mini pit boy. Put it oh. on your put it on your Apple Watch. Oh. <laughs> so that's cool. The that's the main thing I wanted to get working yeah. on. There was the um. Is it this side? The boot. Yeah. Let's start off the feather. After I wanna I wanna. I wanna see how much battery this has left. Oh yeah, the default sketch that it comes yeah, with. Yeah, so this is the TFT, the new TFT Feather. It's got an ESP32-S2, and what's really cool about the, the, the built-in uh, demo is that it uses the onboard LiPo charging circuit, or the rather the LiPo monitoring battery circuit, and it'll tell you right away how much uh, battery your LiPo has. And you can see here our little tiny 100 milliamp one has about 37% and you can see it. The TFT takes a good amount of power, so over time you'll see the battery just get drained by this lovely TFT feather. It's not mm-hmm. low power by any means, but it's cool that you, you can, can uh, right thought- away, like we don't have anything in the shop that just tells you what the battery is for a LiPo. Like what's my LiPo app? Yeah, what, we is searched. it 50%? Is it 80%? Good luck, I don't know. But this charging circuit or the, the the lipo monitoring battery circuit is really great to have built into your feather because mm-hmm. we're always like uh, grabbing a lipo, trying to throw it into a project. It's like, oh no, it's dead. And I can't tell. Is it my wiring or not? Is even it? the bat- not even the um, the lipo chargers will tell you. It'll just have a green light letting like, you know it's fully charging? charged or not. Yeah, so we're so gonna keep us, this, this one is, around. This is great. Default just to test your batteries. We have tons of lipo batteries for all of our portable projects, and we never know how they are, mm-hmm. how the lipo is. Now we can with the. And then some interesting little, uh, little designs in uh, like cutting out these little pieces just so that the um, hardware kit will fit in there without having to increase the size of the case. Like you were saying, it's all snap fit. So all this comes out. You can oh, see. Yeah, just a feather. I love that it's feather. built all in there. Got and the and the it's Wi Fi. Um, the ESP32S2 has a Wi Fi chip on it, of course. Got that yummy uh, USB C. So that's all nice. And of course, all snap fit. Little lid there. There you go. So we'll release yeah, this. Two uh, onboard take? buttons. You could probably program the yeah. button to do something else. Well, one's reset. boot and one's the, no, you the can, reset. You can right? You can. change the button. Something. I don't know if you can Yeah, this one's the boot. This one's reset. I always forget because there's so many chipsets. Like the RP2040, you can pro- reprogram those boot buttons. Oh, that's right. But with right. the ESP32S2, I don't think you can. So uh, there you go. Yeah, cool. So that'll be a if you got yourself a TFT feather, we will we'll have a case for you, folks. So you yeah, can, uh, nice little way to do some uh, environmental monitoring, and uh, yeah, in yeah. and, in and, 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 uh, the future it will have a, a built-in humidity temperature sensor on. Oh, there that's right, Two yeah, yeah, yeah. eighty, mm-hmm. we just don't have anymore, so we weren't able to pick and place them. So the price might change when we get that in there. Sweet, sweet. So that's this week's what are you prototyping and shop talk, next week. kind of mixed in there. Got some new quantum filament and really digging this new TFT feather with the ESP32 S2. go back to autofocus because I keep going to autofocus. Focus, (laughs) not focus. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's shop talk. We had an update to... uh, Hydro dipping sheets. So hydro dipping is a really cool way to get uh, two uh, intricate textures on your 3D printed models. So we have these hydro-dipping sheets in the Adafruit shop, and there is an update to the product. And I did not even know that this got updated until somebody in the forms was asking, uh, is it the same process? Like, uh, why are the back, you know, why is it clear now? So I had to order up uh, this new set and test it out, and it works exactly the same as the last one. The backing is just um, clear. Yeah, so let's run through our... Little process thing here. here. Oops! Start all over. Yep, I did. That's it doesn't. It doesn't do it. <laughs> that's not the beginning. I can't. I can't do it. that's uh-huh. uh, the software. I can only stop and and go. So we're gonna wait until the video's done, done because this software is atrocious. <laughs> you mean you want to start at the beginning? Well, we can't. Do no, that. it's got this <laughs> stupid checkbox. It's this remember position when live. And I would have to be on, on Okay. Yeah. Command-Shift-P. Oh, Command-Shift-P takes you back to that spot. That is uh. the most ridiculous <laughs> crap. Ooh. I hate the software. Sorry, folks. All right. And then you have to switch back to... Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I think I broke it. All right. There we go. It won't do it still. Okay, so... Clear backing—you can easily tell because one is thicker than the other. You print on the thin side with regular inkjet printer, nothing special. I just use like the best option for the ink to come out good. We're using this masking tape to keep it in place, and I'm just using whatever the hottest that your faucet will go to, which in our case is 101, not boiling. And you place the sheet right on top. You'll see that it wrinkles up. And then it'll calm itself down. It'll get rid of all the wrinkles. And that's how you know it's time to go ahead and dip your part. And uh, we're using some hot glued sticks on the back so we can easily hold it without having our fingers being in the way. We'll push it through so it wraps completely around. And then shake it uh, as you uh, dip it below the water line. And then there you go. You have a nicely uh, textured, you can be full color. We just did uh, black and white here and then the uh, hot glue parts easily snap off and there you go, a customized hydro dip, little Pi 2W case. Okay, I got it, so that's how to pause. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you can easily tell which is the uh, backing. Uh, You can use your fingernail or an X-Acto knife to peel the two pieces apart so you know which is which. Sure, so our first batch uh, two years ago had a white protective backing. Now that protective backing is transparent, it's thicker than the material that you print on. So when you're actually printing it on your 2D printer, how do you tell what's the right side to print it on uh you just see which part um okay, so is that's the why thinnest you're kind part. of pulling them apart to see which part is thinner and mm-hmm. that way you determine what part do i print on you can kind of see in the background there the packaging actually tells you which is the printing side cool. but you will probably you know when once you take the paper right, out of the package it's, it's you're gonna forget you're gonna forget so that's the number one tip okay yep so you can definitely And you're there tell. feeling it with your thumb mm-hmm. And cool. then loading it in, you have to know which how to load your two D printer. printer. Will roll it back, and then the top. So becomes that's all the bottom. up on you. You so got to know which way your printer feeds that's paper. A big important thing. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna print on the wrong side. So just you know, know your print, your two D printer. Yeah. Uh, here, uh, I scale your print as well. So we're just using the packaging that's used printed on like eat fruit shipping stuff. Some vector artwork from our folks. Yeah. So I scaled it down so you can. Uh, fit it on there not shown yeah. here but then yeah. you'll want to cut a nice like um, like padding around it so that you have enough room for the texture to uh, wrap around the entire print you need to think about your bowl of water your piece has to fit in your bowl of water not only the size but the depth too. So you right can so if, down if this piece was too big for your bowl that you're using for your water um you need to cut it down yeah. so you really need to think about all the steps when you're hydro dipping what's my part what's going to wrap around what's my container for my water mm-hmm. okay and then you're going to cut that down and again right here so that your fingers don't get in yeah. the way of any of the ink or the film uh we're using these uh, little toothpicks that we just hot glue on It'll yeah they're like crafting sticks off. you can get these from a crafting store or wherever else you could use skewers whatever you want um, this is a really good technique. Uh, a lot of the times when people are painting things, you will do this. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar technique here. Hot glue on the inside of the part, um, a hanger or something. Hanger something. You can you gotta, fold you're it. You're gonna have to your own technique here, but this is what we use. These two sticks, and that gives us plenty of uh Next stuff. step. All important. Right, this is, here, hold on. Tape. Some masking right tape. Any sort of tape that will hold the top thin film in place while you put it over the water because you're essentially creating disperse. a frame yeah it yeah, yeah. is the right word if you don't have this frame that's nothing. made out of tape it'll just nothing will hold in place it'll just it'll yeah. just go the ink will go all over the water so this tape is is critical here and you want to put it in ink facing upwards ink face if you put it downwards um, the the water will that's will funny it for you yeah. <laughs> so at this point your protective backing is completely off Mm-hmm. and oh no no not yet not yet not the backing yet. is still on there oh so put the tape over while the backing is still backing on there is still on there and if he creates a frame Page was making a frame and then the water uh yep someone is asking just water yeah just, just regular, regular tap, water, tap water. water from the faucet i just did it as hot as the faucet would go it's um, at 101.6 fahrenheit yes not, fahrenheit. Boiling. not boiling boiling is 200 yeah, boiling here in the states. Maybe they change. Maybe boiling water. It does change. Like you could boil water colder temperatures up in the mountains. Huh. This is true. Okay. But anywhere well, at sea level, <laughs> it's very very warm water. What is it? Water. 60 meters. Very is very what we're warm up from water. The sea um, where? How did you find? Did you have you tried cold water? Or I have matter? not. All of the instructions that I wrote, that I've read, previously Whenever we did this years was ago, water. was all warm water. So mm. it might work with cold. I just never tried it. Right. And this is warm water. It's not going to melt your PLA part. It, no if you're used to cooking this is like cold to you yeah this is cold This is just like my wa- washing my hands warm water mm-hmm. okay all right let's keep playing here and that was and just the bucket the bucket the bowl rather it's big enough for our part and it's big enough for our frame. it's deep piece. enough and it's as deep, well deep enough to that submerge. don't forget the deep enough <laughs> needed to be submerged you've done this more than once and this is where we peel the backing again probably use a exacto uh, knife or something or like cut a corner so you know uh, so you can easily peel it off when it's ready to uh place down and again make sure the ink is facing upwards so watch what happens instant wrinkles oh no my thing is ruined it's not you just have to wait for it to accumulate and then it'll those wrinkles i have a video of the wrinkles like just magically unwrinkling Mm -hmm. itself it's quite fun uh but that's how you know you're ready uh you're ready to start dipping uh before you actually uh dip it you've Hopefully, you've already processed in your head. Okay, if you jump over to the overhead. Yeah, yeah. It's... No, I, I, I... Okay, well, there's a big old hole here. Yes. I want the Adafruit logo to not go in the hole, so oh, make sure to, yeah. to position it so it's on the side. So always be thinking of that. Maybe you can... Your placement. You know, your placement. You can maybe mock it up in Photoshop. And this or shows something. you, like, if you were trying or, to align text two usb ports. somebody that's gonna be difficult somebody asked you, you do this do with a pcb you could if you're not oh. worried about alignment if you have like text no. where like pads need to go <laughs> you, i mean it, like you could do it but i don't the, it's all freehand this is where i show like not how yet. other companies do let's hydrodripping be, yeah let's not yet yeah hydrodripping is a very kind of like you'll see mm-hmm. you'll see the the wrappiness so how Pedro's doing is an angle 45 degree and then just kind of doing it, Pushing it backwards so you slowly. get that other side wrapping it around what watch, watch, it's watch. like watch how Peter takes it out like oh, oh oh, oh, remove the frame keep it down in there and then you bring it back up at an angle as well and you'll mm-hmm. see the uh, the, um, the the film the, the ink and in the rest of the film just you know disperse to right. the side so that it doesn't attach to your uh, side or to, to the front front face yeah That's pretty much it. You let it dry for, I don't know, an hour or so. I let it dry overnight. overnight, Um, Any bubbles that do form will probably go away. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's probably another step that you should do too. Clean the surface of your part so you don't have dust on it. Right, or any oils. Or any oils. This just shows you how the wrinkling happens. And then a little bit after, maybe 10 to 15 seconds, then the wrinkles go away. But it looks like it got ruined, right? Mm -hmm. So don't let that alarm you. After a couple seconds, it flattens itself out. And here's another angle of Pedro dipping it here. I shared this on uh, Twitter and folks seem to like it. It's oddly satisfying to see that. You see how Pedro shakes it a little bit? That helps kind of disperse some of the artwork so it doesn't get affected when you bring it back up. Because when you bring it back up out of the water, you can get some some unnecessary bits that kind of stick onto the part if you're not careful. There you go. Very, very cool. Posting the link to the hydro sheets product link in yeah. the uh, discord i think this could be really cool to do um some intricate patterns and textures for like diffusers so if you're doing like a prop or something and you want to mask out some really intricate stuff instead of doing something like vinyl cutting and trying to wrap it around your thing oh yeah yeah this yeah. is a really good thing for really it. quick uh Rolls is asking on the youtube does this work with color yes if you check out the learn guide or the product page it works with print in place yeah. objects as well we so did a galaxy like fidget spinner fidget <laughs> spinner see <laughs> so how that works there and yeah. check all that out so even with parts that move how colorful that is and the guide we have even more Uh, colors for another pie case yeah we have a learn guide here you can see all. look at all those colors yeah you can go crazy with it it's a really good look at that lots of different fun things with injection molded stuff you'll get really really great quality Mm -hmm. Um, you know depending on what colored filament mixing that with colored ink can you know turn into yeah. something like this? Looks like a mistake here, but it's not. It's just a galaxy, mm-hmm. and the, the PLA was just purple, so it kind of blended into that. Yeah, playing like what colors yeah. is gonna look with the transparency. Air bubbles is a thing. I you didn't clean that part; it wasn't cleaned. <laughs> um, you'll get a warping, so you your your wrappingness might get obstructed, yes. especially with moving parts like this fidget spinner here. But yeah. It's so. also a really cool thing to try out. Uh, the person who was uh, commenting on the Maya user there, do like some UV uh, textures. You can like break all your UVs out and like have yeah. like one corner, like be that one piece of the, uh, like an organic file and the other yeah. piece so you can like get the whole um, texture on your model. And uh, just some other things that we tried with it. You notice that it's white because the protective backing was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. You want to use the best high quality setting on your 2D printer. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah. Yep, comes in a pack of 10. They're regular A4 size sheets, so 8.5 by 11. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. This is just some tips that we've learned and um we'll try to do some more yeah it's all the exact same um documented learn guide settings right. for all this a little confusing because like, the sheet is now transparent it's a little yeah. hard to tell them apart you just got to feel for it mm-hmm. on the uh so we saw this on Com, mm-hmm. where somebody was asking for help and it turns out that they did not remove the backing because because it was clear <laughs> yeah it just was confusing yeah mm-hmm. um yes so that's our hydro dipping segment. Hope folks are Let me alarm people were asking for the links. Helpful. I posted that. Yeah, this is definitely really cool. Uh so this is everybody doing like a like a multicolored extrusion. yeah, yeah, extrusions like, you know, splicing all the filament mm-hmm. up and like having this giant like $1000 machine to Oh no, my print failed. Show oh. us your crocs. Oh, with when you're talking about um, like how you know it's not perfect, you can kind of see how it. Yeah, because water likes, is wavy, and then the angle that you insert something at in a, in yeah. at as well could you know mess with how the uh, the texture is laid out uh so I'm looking at that and then it's like oh man I could have did a better job but then when you look at something like these shoes who that were clearly hydro dipped you can see that there is a bunch of like stretched out stuff like oh, look at mickey's head he's like completely all yeah. stretched or this out right here is all stretchy yeah so that it just happens with the way that right. um you know things are dipped in so there's no yeah, it's real just the name it's just like a, uh, an artifact of the, of yeah, the yeah. process itself so just plan for things being stretched out yeah. or you know but it's cool that it wraps around. That's the main thing. Yeah, like you, 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 look could, at yeah that. you could do that with. Um, you really can't do that with vinyl where it wraps I mean, around you like could. that. Uh, I yeah. mean, not as clean. I mean, I guess if you have like the. Um, I'm like yeah. a flat <laughs> thing to, you know. But it, it it's going to increase your tolerance. The stickiness too. wouldn't curve well. Yeah, you're right. And let's see. Duester was also asking about the durability. So scratching this. Scratch it. Yeah, I mean. Live scratching. Yeah, I mean it's on there. it more. Let's set it on fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's pretty durable. I mean it's going to be as durable as, you know. Yeah, like if I'm if I like take a nail to it and I'm scrape sure, it, yeah. I'm sure that'll take it off. I'm sure it'll melt if you put a fire to it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's only as strong as the PLA, right. but yeah, it's not as like, you can see. Like, it's not going to rub off. I think that's what Duester was saying. He's going to rub off. My hands are sweaty, <sighs> too. So John is requesting human body parts for temporary tattoos. I think oh, it might work. That's funny. Did it's I see a, a TikTok? Tattoo. Somebody do that? Hydro dip my hand. I think oh, sh- that would work. I don't know. Follow Maybe the oils. <laughs> Follow me for more tips. <laughs> I think the oils on your, your skin would eventually uh, mm. make it come loose or something. Yeah. <laughs> we should uh, hydro dip some wortles, of course. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Clear coating <laughs> will definitely course. help it out. Um, it says to What is it? Uh, doing like a clear coat. Like acrylic clear coat. Mm. Like either spray or yes, like a that lacquer would give you or something. A... Yeah, that would hide some of the layer lines or oh no no to protect it more to right make to it prote- even more oh, durable put it on top of mm-hmm. this yeah you're right but on right now it feels pretty good it feels like i can rub it and it won't rub off joe Byrne on facebook is saying that he's uh doing he's trying like the marbling with the nail polish on water to create groovy series of little three printed yeah. stash boxes yeah that works as well too mm-hmm. cool all right and that's how you're zipping. Posted the link on. I think I posted it everywhere. I posted. Check out the sheets there. Yeah. They work well. It's just like, what ideas can you come up with to? Yeah, and then you're gonna want to test out many times. So get two packs because one pack is for your learning, and the next pack is for. I mean, there's ten. So, and then as you've seen, I'm not using the entire sheet. I'm cutting it down to the work area. You're limited the size of the of the sheet. Eight by 11, hopefully you can fit most of your parts. Whatever your container you're using right. to do the actual dipping. I think it would be really cool to hydrate this. Darsip said he's using a tester's paint and water. This would be to dip. cool to dip. Yeah. You know, this is what I meant faces. by like uh, doing like uh, your UV faces being broken yeah. out. Just imagine yeah. a bunch of circuit traces going along here and then with the lighting underneath, you would mask yeah. out, you know, the circuit traces huh. and everything else is glowing. Yeah. That would look so cool. So awesome. I might do that. I kind of want to scale this down a little bit. Yeah, so, if I scale that down and put this texture over, I think it would look really, really dope. I have the Adafruit logo right here on top with huh. the D20. Yeah, lots of really cool <coughs> effects you could do. Yes. So, some ideas. All right. I think that is all the points we wanted to cover. Yeah. Uh, oh, a lot of. Community makes. Yeah, one last segment before we go. Community makes. This week, we time lapsed a very cool thing from uh, Jeremiah Lee. Made a Mario Boo ghost inspired by the Super Mario Brothers. This is really cool. It's a multi-part print, so just print the two different parts, or three or four, whatever different parts in different colors, and then just glue them together. Very, very neat. Uh, just in no, time. This is yeah. not glued. Well, the back is. I mean, oh, okay, yeah, the back is. The but, back, yeah. uh, actually. Oh, actually. <laughs> oh, here it comes. There was pins that were supposed to go in there, but they didn't fit my tolerance, so okay. I did glue it. But you. If your printer is uh has the same tolerance that he used you could uh have the pins that are included and press fit them together but yeah check out the tongue looks great just press fits in there same thing with the teeth the eyes uh this is an excellent model i love the character Mm. like the organicness of like his Mm. eyebrows and his eyes and the teeth and all that and the floating effect is so cool. Really good way to uh, pull that off, having the tongue. The tongue is yes, the stand. Be the, thing that the tongue lifts is the stand, stand. Yeah. Very, very cool. That's so cool. I can't see how cool it is in the. It's, it's this tongue or is he out? Maybe on this angle. Here. camera here. Woo. Yeah. I know it's not Halloween, but it's kind of always Halloween here at Eater Fruit. <laughs> it's, it's great for Valentine's Day. That is a good point. Yeah. Your ghostly love. Mm hmm. Super cool uh, print in peace. Yeah, it's on uh, Fingerverse as a free download. And uh, Jeremiah has a couple of really cool designs on there, so definitely check out the profile page. Jeremiah, shout out to Jeremiah. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Sorry about our internet. Maybe one day we'll get fiber, and that day was tomorrow. (laughs) No, it's today, after the show. Oh, look, different colored booths. Yes, I I love the black black one. one. Oh, it looks looks so cool. Very cool. I love that background. So check it out, free downloads. A couple of folks have made it. Oh, oh look, glow in the glow dark. dark. Ah, should have did that. Oh, should have looked on the makes. <laughs> should have just. I looked at edge. his designs. That's. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got all a couple pieces. of other really cool ones. Cool. Maybe should have made the tongue in quantum. We didn't have quantum yet. It didn't arrive yet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's very really cool. That's this week's time of Tuesday. Shout out to Jeremiah. We're releasing a really sweet free model. All right, I got another couple ones that we have here before we finish up the show. Taking a look at some of the makes that were sent to us. Over here is the TVA stick that we uh, designed through printed. Andy Morrell posted up their make. It says a really great model. Everything screws together nice and tightly. I'm glad somebody made it. Looks really fun. It uses a prop maker feather wing and a feather and a three watt RGB LED to make a really fun, audio reactive, sound reactive, it's not sound reactive, it uses the, the accelerometer. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you it has yeah. sound effects, it has a speaker. It, it sounds really cool. So check that out. If you're looking to make a cool prop that lights up, reuse the code mm-hmm. and circuit, and you can make all sorts of different props. This was printed on a Creelty Ender-3 Pro uh, with some PLA. Very, very cool. All right, next up we have a post, a make, Posted up on Prusa printers. Very cool to see. Folks are trying to use Prusa printers a little bit more. And this is a make of the heat set insert press rig. I think we showed built. this already. I remember the color scheme. We did. Oh, well, this is different. This one is different, I oh. think. Yeah. In any case, super cool way to get the heat press inserts into your 3D part. At a nice uh, uh-huh. repeatable angle. Yeah, very cool. Okay. Cool. All right, and then the last is uh, how funny a Mario Boo planner that that you did in Maya. Oh. Yeah, and we're ending off with another Mario Boo. <laughs> this one was designed by Pedro in ThinkerCAD um, or One Two Three D. I eight? think it was Maya. Maya. Okay. He's got a tail, but I can't. You have to rotate it. Printed on the Ender Three by Small Small <laughs> small sum. it on an tea Andrews three. That's some PLA from Overture. Acrylic paints. Acrylic paint. Ben bleeds horribly and needs some practice. Yeah, that happens. Right? Acrylic can tend to blend. Bleed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. gotta... The offset for where... Um, yeah, you gotta when gotta you offset paint stuff. The bleed. Yeah. Bleed a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be careful it's on how tail. you uh, Yeah, It's painted. a planter, folks. Lots of folks have made it. It's got over sixty makes. That ghost. Yeah, it's a nice Great little model. Great for little so you can print it in whatever scale. I think I printed it really big once and put it on my head as a <laughs> hat. Oh no, we used it as a candy bowl. Uh, oh, dish that's right, bowl. A candy bowl. Yeah. Cool. Some ideas for folks, if you want to. Yeah. Ghostly. Just in time for Halloween. Only two hundred days away. And that's it, that's this week's Community Makes. Thank you everybody for sharing their stuff with us. Oh, how cool. The saying that the iron stand insert holder heater was the first to print a project. And he learned how to use that's it. great. Tinkercad to change Yay. the dimension of the parts. That's so cool. Cool, I'm glad it worked out. All right, folks, well, that's gonna do it for this show. We hope we inspired everybody and everybody's staying safe and keeping busy. Yeah, it's time as we get through this. Spunch hopefully, time. summertime we can get back out there and start doing things. We're on lockdown still, somewhat, so we'll see everybody tonight on Show and Tell. Don't forget, there's a ten percent off coupon code as well. So if you want to get some more stuff to support your maker habit, you can get ten percent off tonight on Ask an Engineer every Wednesday at eight p.m. Eastern Time. we hope to see you folks tonight on Show and Tell every Wednesday at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. This time it's going to be hosted by Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada. So we'll hope to see you there. Tomorrow is um, Jump Park's workshop every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And then on Fridays we have Deep Dives with Scott, Return of Deep Dives with Scott, every Friday 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern. Wrapping back, well not wrapping back yet, but then on the weekends, From the Desk of Lady Ada does a live stream every Sunday at Random Hacker Hours. Yeah, from like 7 to midnight. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. And then Mondays is the Circuit Python meetings. Sometimes we have holidays on Mondays, so this week it was on a Tuesday. But mostly it's at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Great time for the CircuitPython devs and community to chat it up. And then on Mondays... Wait, that was Mondays. Tuesdays, yesterday? No, yes. Yes. Was JP's product pick of the week? <laughs> uh, I think it was a keyboard, some sort of... It was. Warthog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. But you tune in to get up to 50% off discounts on Tuesdays with JP every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern or 1 p.m. Perfect time. Yeah, it's only while it's live. So definitely tune in live so you can get the full discount on that. Perfect time. And then we wrap back around right. us every we do Wednesday. Three Hangouts. Can you believe we used to do it on the Thursday? Yep. We should just say it's Wednesday forever. <laughs> That was like five years ago we did it on Wednesday. Anyway, I've taken up all of your time. I'm sorry. It's time for lunch. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in. We hope to see you tonight. Don't forget to make a great day. See you later tonight. Bye, everybody. Stay safe.